Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the book lovers podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Alexa Larberg, and this is episode 32 for November 5th, 2019. And today's guests are Ellie Clark and Michael Anderley. We are discussing the Ascension Myth series and all the things that went into the authoring of this story, what it was like for Elle as this was her first published book. We get a glimpse into the relationship of she and Michael, which is honestly hilarious. And a side note, if you really enjoyed their back and forth banter, please listen to the author notes for this series. They are hilarious and are like this interview, except a little bit much, a little bit more, a little bit funnier, a little bit better because they have no moderator. Steve is not there, so they can do whatever they want. You don't wanna miss it. So funny, so fun, so informative, and very, very interesting. This series has been a hit since the day it came out. So listen, subscribe to both our podcast and this YouTube channel, and enjoy yourself. Now, let's get to the show. Ellie Clark and Michael Anderley, welcome back to Behind the Fiction. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Woo-hoo. The last time you were here, it was uh, under a different name, Isabella Crowley. So this is Elle's first time as Elle on the show. So welcome, Elle. Thank you. Thank Michael you seems me. to make lots of appearances on the show, which is, which is awesome. And, and fans Thank love listening to Michael. Thank you for telling me that I'm redundant, but that's okay. Yes, oh, and, and I, Michael's, I, Michael's on a podcast tour now where pretty much every time I need to get hold of him, he is, I'm just getting ready to record with this person or that person or the other person. How's that going? Me, it's going well. We finally got a, a stand-up behind me. I see that. See for that mm-hmm. particular series that we're, that we're trying to produce, which is Opus X, of course. And, uh, but first, needed to speak with L. Lee Clark, and then I find out we have these to do. And it wasn't so much that I needed to be here but she needed someone to help her as she went through these interviews. And, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I've known Elle for a while, not nearly as well as you do, and I've never really seen this insecure side of her. So you can, can you explain this insecure side to yourself, Elle? I, I wouldn't label it as insecure, but uh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was a setup question. You don't actually have to answer it. Elle is a very... Uh, a very composed young woman, but go ahead, go ahead. I have, I have answers. I always okay, have opinions. <laughs> great. All right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, um, no, I mean, like the, the way that this was fired at me was, um, and in fact, let me, let me, let me read it off. It was something like, have you got some time? This is the way for those of you who don't read the author notes in uh, Michael and L's books, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the Ascension myth. So we'll get that out of the way. Now that's a 12 book series written by L and Michael. And in the author notes, you'll see lots of instances where they just copy and paste slack conversations. <laughs> so L is falling into that. Now this is, this is the way she comes up with some of her content is to just go <laughs> to a slack conversation. Yes. It's because I'm, I'm lazy, not because it's hilarious. So Steve goes, Hey there, do you have this week to, do you have time this week to record a shortish 10 minute podcast on the moonlight detective agency series? It's for our behind the fiction podcast. So I don't know what any of that is. And so I'm like, sure thing. Is it with you? Can I see a past episode so I know how to pitch it? Will MA be there? If he is, do I have, I have less prep to do? Also, we have a call in about an hour. We could do it then. So I, I was kind of more. That like, was literally it. She did not take a breath between the, uh, the Slack posts either. 
<laughs> I know you. There were, were seven questions with no answer, no no room for answers. <laughs> <laughs> right, but anyway, so Michael's here because. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say my my experience was. I know that we're going to have a call. So I get online and I look at this and all of a sudden I see an Ellie Clark and Steve channel and there's something in it. And so I go in there and I see this big, this, this image of, of Slack. Right. And I'm like, I'm starting to read it. And I don't have the context where she said anything above that part, like that it's going to be for behind the scenes. And so I'm like going to be on a call, what they're going to do, or maybe I should have clicked on it and then I might've seen it. But anyway, and I'm like, and make sure you wear your shirt. And I'm like, what shirt, what's going on? Ah, <laughs> So I had to explain that as an A shirt. It was meant to be funny. It's like, oh, oh, Steve is joining us for a call. Make sure you put a shirt on. I would always have it. Okay. I know, but that's why it's funny. Oh my God. <laughs> well, Go see back. the part that makes it even e either less <laughs> funny or more funny is that whenever we record these, we have to be sure that we have the LMBPN shirts on. So when I saw that, I assumed it's like, wow, I didn't know that you knew about the LMBPN shirt know rule. About that. <laughs> That's what was confusing me. I'm like, what do I have to have? What's going on? Oh my God, where's, do I have a clean one? <laughs> okay, so you're, you're about to give a spectacular answer to the fact that you're not in any way, shape, or form insecure. No, well, I, 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 think, I think this speaks for itself. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Just for those who haven't, she just pointed to herself. <laughs> the ascension myth. Or, or AKA the accension myth, if you're Michael. So let's let's talk about this a little bit. This this was a series that started what two two and a half years ago. Two years ago, yeah, yeah. And it exploded out of the out of the blocks. I think that's fair to say. It it was a an instant hit and um, did really well. Readers loved it. And there are a lot of people that listen to this podcast who maybe have not been reading LMBPN books since the beginning of time. And so we want to make you aware of this series, this 12-book series that begins with Awakened. And I'll, let, I'll leave it to Elle to discuss the main, or to, to tell us about the main character uh, in, in the series, Molly. Okay. So I think it's safe to say that, um, like after several iterations and conversations about Molly, apparently Molly is a piece of me as well. And so she's, she's socially inept. She's, <laughs> she says the wrong thing all the time. Um, she, she likes her like uh, geeky stuff and she ended up, uh, well, she ended up, the story starts with her, um, she's, she tacked her, her wrist hollow, which is like her online computer. And because she'd hacked it and given it a bigger capacity, this AI that was like, a, it was nascent, it, it, it was just developing, it then had enough space and capacity to uh, to develop into a sentient being. And it jumped into her, her thing wirelessly. And um, she, yeah, she she's was, in the military. Oh, so yeah, military. that's kind so of relevant. She was in an, in, an, in an environment where this is going to happen. But then she's like, oh my goodness. Do you know, did you see how I didn't swear there? That was oh really good. <laughs> so elegantly too. Um, and and it was it was like she she had to do something about this because like there was no way because this is wired into her and, and into her brain. So there's no way that this is going to be allowed to survive normally 
if she stays, but then she also can't get out. So she's got to find a way. And, and she only puts it all together. She's doing a usual thing where she'd woken up drunk and she had to get to a briefing and uh, she, she's, she's kind of like running down the corridor and like this, this, this has happened, you know, putting a belt on and tying up her shoes. <laughs> Are and- you saying this has happened to you? I, I was trying to be a little more indirect about it, but yes, thank you for pointing that out, Michael. I just want to, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, authors who give of themselves <laughs> so valiantly for our readers, I think it should be um, exhibited right. that you did this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like putting pants on, doing the belt up, running down the <laughs> belt around the neck, like because you can actually travel quite far with, before you have to get to the belt. But anyway, she's about to go through this security <laughs> checkpoint and she puts it all together in her head, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh no, this thi- there's a thing, there's a thing in my thing and I need to go and deal with this. So she, she does some kind of spiel, distracts, bamboozles the security guy, turns around and heads back to her room to deal with it. And then we're into the story of how she deals with it. And there's a fairly humorous way for her to get out of being in the military. We won't discuss it yes, here. We won't go into that, but it, it is a, uh, a very funny way of introducing you to the, to the character of Molly. So this was, uh, Elle, I think this was the first book you had written. Yes. Is that a true statement? Yes. Awakened? Yeah. I had some help though. Michael was involved. Yes, you did have a, you did have a co-author. <laughs> And I, well, okay. I think actually you had two other books you had been working on. You hadn't released them yet. This is your first technical full I release. I had some for, first drafts of something that was, yeah, a mess. And then in this, you were totally willing to say, "Look, explain to me how if there's something wrong." So when we went, you went through the process, and this is a large book. This is not small. This is like eighty, hundred thousand words or something. Yeah. And I, I went through it and I made a lot of comments. You went back and checked it and changed some stuff. And the second time I did it again, now I'm thinking she's going to hate me because this, she's going to be so tired of looking at this freaking book as I'm like, no, this doesn't work. No, this doesn't work. And we got through that. And then people, it wasn't. <laughs> so in general, all of the stories that I had done up to that time, the protagonist had been larger than life. They didn't have any, they weren't broken. And that's one of the taglines of Molly. She needs to save the universe, but she's broken. And so I'm gung-ho. I'm loving this. I'm thinking this is great. And then at the very end, we're about to release it. And I'm going, oh, dang. <laughs> and I didn't know any of this. I didn't, I didn't get it. I did, I, I, he, he kept it quiet. And I did. I, I was just like, well, you know, it's either going to work or it's not going to work. But in, in amongst this, I'd lay it out, all of these kind of isms and insecurities and like she she's she's just yeah she's and then she's becomes beloved of the readers because she is so broken and accepting yeah yeah and i think one of the things that i love about the readers is that they can see facets of themselves in molly and so recently someone that you, you know that there's a bit where she kind of like almost gets together with giles Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm yeah. not going to mention which book, but at some point, like this, this interaction happens, and it it causes like mayhem, uh, schisms. <laughs> so there were people shipping, you know, Joel or Jolly versus. So Steve told me about this. Like in the jit, they were shipping Jolly versus shipping, shipping, relationship. 
Oh, is this Joel and Molly versus Giles and Molly. And then when this happened, all hell broke loose. It was kind of like your, you know, killing off Michael thing. And (laughs) (laughs) sorry, we don't talk about that. (laughs) We don't talk about that. This this is a cautionary tale in indie publishing. (laughs) 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 So, um, so anyway, someone messaged me about this recently and I copied and pasted the thing and, you know, doctored out the the name. And I said, look guys, I'm just back from a conference. I don't know what's going on, but how would you respond to this? And and basically this guy oh was Oh my saying, gosh, it blew it? up. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Thanks for jumping in and helping me. No, hell no. I didn't start that. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> but it, it just like, it was, it was almost like a reignition of the whole Molly thing. And what, what I loved was seeing how many people got where she was emotionally and could understand why you know, th- these, these sequence of events would be happening. And, you know, there, there was a lot of love for Joel, but there was also this, this you know, realization that, like, Joel has to freaking stand up if freaking isn't a swear word, is it? You're good. <laughs> no, you're good, there. Yeah. Okay. You can say yeah. bollocks, too. You can, you can leave the, all the swearing to Michael. Okay. <laughs> all the beeps, I will take. I'll take all the beeps. Do you actually beep stuff out? We may have to with this one. Cool. <laughs> well, why am I worrying, then? Well, yes, worry, because it takes time to actually do that. Oh, okay. Um, so you have better command anyway. of the King's English than I do. Yes, because it's the Queen's English. <laughs> <laughs> Not insecure, as uh, as has been pointed what? out. <laughs> Why is that? I'm not sure the microphone could even hear you as you're like, yes, that's the Queen's English. Yeah, but everyone, everyone who knows anything about England knows that it's the Queen's English, unless you're going back, you know, like more than. 80, 100 years, 80 years. And so King Edward, King Edward was the last guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, and I don't know why, what's that's got to do with me being insecure either. So I think you're just because you went I, down to practically not answering anything. <sighs> that's all. Okay. You're good. And it was, it was go. such a subtle kind of jibe. Yeah. So, so quiet. And it's like, you, if you had been insecure, you might've been a little more forceful with it, but it was just, you just kind of tossed it off. <laughs> all this That's silence right. we're gonna have to re- reduce right. the silence in here you're good continue i, I, I could Clark keep talking I with an e talking to the end of time um but anyway so the the, the that the, what what i loved was that by that story whichever it was i think it might have been eight people really got molly and also like i, I found it interesting that um there, there are certain psychologists amongst our, our readers a lot of engineers tons of engineers um so the engineers would comment on you know m- my use of young's modulus for instance in, in some of the series in some of the books and um others would say hey is molly on the spectrum and i'm like he yeah maybe maybe i don't know if she's been diagnosed so i ended up doing about over the course of like a couple of years now i've probably done about seven spectrum assessment tests and (laughs) they actually are quite revealing they they reveal that i I could be on the spectrum. Some say that I'm probably not. Um, so like, there's this gray area. So spectrum is a spectrum, right? And so there's, there's this middle bit where you kind of... So, um, yeah, it, it, it was good to learn that about myself. All right. A question for you about writing this series because, I mean, people who read a lot of LMBPN books know that we, we, we do this thing with rapid release. And in a lot of instances... Books one and two are written, and the third book is being written while the first book 
comes out. So there's a breather. I don't think you did it that way. I think you just like wrote the first book and then wrote the second book and then wrote the third book as we were releasing them. Something like that. Yeah. No one told yes. me. So no it was one... like, it was like hardcore 18 hour a day writing for you for a, a period of time. Yeah, probably. But I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know that that was hard or that I shouldn't do it or that I couldn't do it or that there was another way of doing it. I, I was basically just like thrown. Michael just kind of said, here's the deep end. There you go. On, <laughs> on, jog on, jog on. <laughs> and so I just got on with it. I just didn't know. So yeah, we did. And then by the book 10, I was like, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> it took you know, me 10 books. Other... Slow work learner. <laughs> Slower. Okay, some of the things that people don't understand. Behind the fiction, Ellie is pretty much probably one of the smartest people I know. I've, I've been on the record multiple times saying that she's a physicist. And she went to college for it. So if you ever want to talk string theory and some other things with really large, impressive sounds to them, she can probably talk to you about them. But one of the ways that I personally gauge someone's intelligence is I have a hard time explaining myself. And so what's in my head doesn't come out my mouth all that well. It seems like I can type it, but I can't express it verbally. And in so doing, oftentimes I'll, I'll stutter and be trying to explain something to Ellie. And like she is now, she'll just stare at me as I'm going through this. And then at the very end, I have this halting that's like, did that make any sense? And then she'll give me like one or two sentences where she summarizes it succinctly and tells me exactly what in the world I was trying to say. And I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> but then we'll do things like, you know, what I did find out is we worked on a project for the Michael books. And she, came, she swooped in in the second book, I think it was, and I said, I need a way to potentially kill this massively powerful vampire. And what I learned out of that is never piss off a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a difference between like hypothesizing how you might kill a, a fantasy vampire versus actually going and building a particle collider just to, to do that thing. <laughs> So you're yeah, probably that saying... That's just, well, no, that's just what went in the book. But you had all these other ideas that made me go, yeah, this, this isn't really... Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Things not well, to accomplish. Pissing Ellie off. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, like, this, this is, there's a history of this. I mean, Einstein made this point of, like, splitting the atom and, you know, the military got hold of it and all of a sudden you've got you know, nuclear weapons. So... It's not, it's not the physics itself or the physicists themselves who are naturally violent, but it's the people that fund their projects. Okay, so this, this series, how long were you writing this? Like a year and a half? Something like that. A so year? It was a, a month. It, it was a year. It was a, well, less, just under a year because it was a book. And then we had spinoffs, so it was about a year. Yes, yeah. yes. And for people who aren't familiar with the series, this is part of the Criterion universe. Um, it's, I remember... Two years ago at um, the 20 Books Conference, the first, the mm -hmm. first 20 Books Conference, um, you know, just some, some jokes. Michael and I had done a podcast a long time ago about um, 90 days to $10,000 or something like that. And he made some kind of a joke about the revenue that your books had generated in, um, you know, a, in a short period of time that I won't go into. A shorter period of shorter time. Shorter period of time with a bigger number. 
<laughs> so anyway, well the, the books were very successful. If you haven't tried them yet, give them a try. The, the series, again, is The Ascension Myth. You can find them by searching L. Lee Clark and Michael Anderley's name in, in Amazon. They're available exclu exclusively at Amazon. I think the With first limited, yeah. 11 books are on audio now, are out on audio. The 12th is in production now, so they're all in audio or all will be in audio as well. Uh, the first book is Awakened, and uh, if you're anything like the thousands of people who have read this and loved it already, uh, you're going to enjoy this series. So, Ellie Clark, Michael Anderley, thank you guys so much for being here again. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you.